Hello, I'm your host, Dr. Felicia J. Lindsay, and tonight we are here with Barbara Mostella, and she is an author of mystery, suspense, and murder novels. You have to know her, and you have to get into the reading that she has. Barbara, tell us a little bit about your books. I know you have a series of books. Well, yes. Uh, my books didn't start out as a series. The first one that I wrote, a lot of the readers asked me about the main character because the way the first book ended, the, the main character should have been doing something else. So <laughs> because I was asked by so many readers, what's going to happen to this main character is why I started the series. So the second book, you can actually read the books in any order. So it was because the first one was not intended to be a series. So the second one, you can read the second one first, or you can read the first one first. The yeah. only thing that's common in the both books is the main character. Now, how did you come up with the name for the first book? I love the name. Who would have thought? Well, when I started out writing, I felt like I could write as well as anyone else. A bestseller. Mm -hmm. I, said, I can write just as good as anybody else. Yes. And that's what really got me to bring this uh, this title. Who would have thought? Who would have thought I could write a book? Okay. You know, who would have thought what's going to happen in the book? Because when it started out in the book, the, the story, mm -hmm. you would think that something's going to happen with one character, but it actually happens with another character. But to get the title is... I felt like I could write just as good as anyone else. That's kind of how I came up with the title, Who Would Have Thought. So when you came up with the second book title, which is another awesome title, Consequences of Crime with Greed and Love, how did you come up with that? Well, I had to bring the main character out mm -hmm. because he he's He's a, he's a, he just works all the time mm -hmm. and he doesn't get a chance to have a real life. So I, I had to put in something about the consequences of somebody working all the time and, yes. you know, you don't get to have a life. And then when you want to have a life, so many other things start to happening. So it may be about consequences, consequences of having a life, consequences of having a family, consequences of when you do things wrong. So that's, that's, that's kind of how I came up with that title. Now, in starting when I was, I started reading the first book, because I have not read the second book, when I just saw that it had taken place in Alaska, that really, really got me interested. I haven't read very many books that basically take place in Alaska. How did you come up with that? When I came up with my story, and I start looking for the different things that I wanted in the story. Actually, when I was doing the research, Alaska was the first state that actually came up with the things that I wanted, you know, to take place in my book. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I had a friend who's in the military that's in Alaska because I haven't been to Alaska. So mm -hmm. I was able to get a lot of information from him because he lives there now. Once he, he's in the military, but he stayed there, him and his wife. But I just, Alaska is such an interesting place. Mm -hmm, I would have mm -hmm. never, never thought that Anchorage, Alaska is so diverse. 
there are so many interesting things that are happening in Alaska that you would never even think. People think about it just being cold. But it's mm-hmm. an interesting place to go and to, to live. I'm, I'm going there this summer. Oh, wow. I've been yes, wanting to my, plan a trip. It's my plan to go there. I'm going there this summer. Are you going to take a cruise? Are you going to go and just fly there and tour the no, area? I'm just going to fly. Yes. I, I want to go to uh, Anchorage, the main place mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. a lot of the information takes place in my book. So I definitely want to go there. And Fairbanks is the other place that's in the book yes. that I plan to go to while I'm there. But my main focus is to go to Anchorage. Now, how do you start your process of doing research for the books? Well, what I do is when I come up with a story, mm-hmm. I write the story. And based on the characters and, and what their role is in the, in, the, in the book, for example, if I'm writing a book about a lawyer, mm-hmm. well, I, I take about a month, at least a month to do research. And I do that because for a lawyer, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know anything about being a lawyer. So I have to find out what a lawyer does, what kind of training they have to go through, what kind of license they have to have, and what kind of license they have to practice in different states. So you Mm -hmm. have to look up all the, you have to make your book seem like it's real, even though it's not fiction. So you have Mm -hmm. to have some stuff that is actually real. So it sounds like you're doing a lot of research. Yes. Even though it's fiction, you have to do research. And people don't realize that you have to do research. For example, another thing I would say is that if you, if, if like, for example, in Alaska, if I said that there was going to be a blossom festival in, in May, and then I say in my book, it's a rose garden, a rose festival. Well, if I mm-hmm. were to go to Anchorage in that month and they're having a Blossom Festival, then I say some other festival, then that's bad. So yes. you have to do research to make sure that you're not saying or doing things that are not correct for that state that may mm-hmm. affect their, their their money, main income or something. And then staying authentic to the, basically like you're saying, to the area and you pull in the natives and you pull in people who are not native to that area because they're learning about things they didn't know. They didn't know that that festival even took place or people eat that food. And it just makes it so much more interesting to the reader because it's like you're learning in the process. Yes, you you want your readers to actually feel like they are part of your book or they're part of the characters. Yes. So, and that's not easy to do, but. But that's what you want to do. You want your character, you want your readers to feel like they're in the book, or they they're in that place, they're in a like anchorage when they're reading it, you know. Now, did any of the characters or any of the events you pull from people that you know in your life or events or situations? Nothing in my book relates to anyone except me, sort of. And when I mm-hmm. say sort of, when I, when I was working in my career, I was kind of a workaholic. Mm-hmm. So my main character is, is kind of like that. So that's the only thing that's actually relatable. It's, it's a little bit about how my work ethics were when I was when I was working in, you know. 
Well, that's understandable because being a workaholic, I, I, I can attest to that. I, I have to pace myself at times. I can get into my work and I can work a long time and all the time. I've cut back myself. Yeah, because it, it interferes with so many things in your family, your, your social life. Yes. Well, you almost don't have a life when you're working all the time. That's true. <laughs> That's what you do. So, you're working. <laughs> so, now, yeah, I, I tried not to, I tried not to write about anybody in my book, no family, no friends. I tried mm -hmm. not to do that. I tried to not make the book political. I tried not to make it racial. I tried mm -hmm. to write it in such a way that anyone would enjoy reading it. And that was, that brings me to my next question. I wanted to know the audience. What audience were you targeting when you started out to write the book? Well, I was basically tar targeting adults, uh, mm -hmm. so 18 and older. So it, it wasn't a specific race of people or age of mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. It was just targeted for anyone that enjoys fiction reading. Now, I have another question with, how can I say this? Before you started writing your books and you were reading before then, what books sparked you into murder mystery and suspense? Was there a particular book or style that you fell in love with? And that's what really put you in that, to that genre? Yes. I was introduced to an author named Stuart Woods, and he he died last year, but he writes all types of fiction. And what mm -hmm. really got me about his books is that when you pick up his book, he got you in the first chapter. You don't mm -hmm. have to read 10 chapters, 20 chapters. He gets you in the first chapter in every book that you read of his. Mm -hmm. He's written over 100 books. So I wanted my books to be the same way. So that when you read it, you pick it up in the first chapter, I gotta go to the next chapter. You know, yes. it, it just you can't wait for the next chapter. And that was what I wanted was the way he wrote his books. So I would say getting into fiction actually was through Stuart Woods, even though he didn't know it. I would have liked to have met him before he died. But he was the one that really encouraged me to write fiction. And I love, I love reading fiction. Mm -hmm. Now, what books do you recommend to friends when you're recommending a good read? I, because I love fiction, I, I do recommend fiction. I, I recommend Stuart Woods. I don't read just fiction. I read mm -hmm. like inspirational books. I read mm -hmm. biographies, poetry. But, but it, when I recommend, I, I mainly recommend fiction. And I couldn't keep up with Stuart Woods because he, he, he read, wrote, wrote so many books. You can't keep mm -hmm. up. And then I was trying to write. So you, you almost can't recommend books because you're trying to write. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's hard to kind of pinpoint any one particular book to recommend to someone because you, you're trying to write and you don't get a whole lot of time to read yourself. Now, how many hours a day do you devote to writing? So I set aside at least three times a week, at least. And mm -hmm. I try to write in the mornings, mm -hmm. so like from 
8 to 12. And I, I do that because if, if I don't, then I get busy doing something else. Yes. So I, you have to set aside time. Uh, mm -hmm. You have to make time. And nothing else has to be in your way all around or whatever. You just want to have quiet time in your own space so that you can write and concentrate. So I set aside at least three times a week, at least. That sounds good. Now, when you complete writing your work, who is the first person that you always want to read it? Well, my husband has read, he's read my books. Mm -hmm. I let him read my books. But I haven't had a, a, a ghost writer or I haven't had a uh, another person to actually read my books. I've actually just had the publishers to edit them. After okay. I do my little editing, I do have a professional editor edit my books. Okay. So I haven't had anyone to do any reading for me. Proofreading or anything. Proof reading. So mm -hmm. I, I have my books professionally proofread, edited, and copy edited, and line editing. So I, I don't do any of that myself. Understand that because it's very technical and it, it's a lot of work. It's, it's a, a lot, lot of work. work. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Now, what is the most rewarding thing about writing that you have experienced in this journey and writing your series? Well, you know, what has really excited me is that when I first started, I didn't know anything about writing a book, how to mm -hmm. publish it how to get it out to people to read. So what I did in the beginning, before I actually even wrote the first book, I went to a, a book book club, not a book club, a boot camp from a, mm -hmm. a publisher. And mm -hmm. that was where I actually learned actually how to write a book, how to publish it, you know, how you do your outlining, how, how you market your book. I didn't know anything about it, but mm -hmm. I most rewarding thing now is that when you complete a book, you say, this is mine. This is something that I did. This mm -hmm. is something that I completed. And, and, and the other thing is that when people tell you that they enjoy your book, so you know that your hard work hasn't been in vain. So th those are the rewarding things for me. Now, you have a third book that you're working on that will be coming out in the spring. Yes. And tell us a little bit about that third book. Well, like I said, the first two, they can be read independent, but it is a three book series. Mm -hmm. So this third book will bring all three books together. And this will be the end of the series. So if you read the third book, you'll be lost as far as the, the two books. Uh huh. So... You could read the, probably the third one and the second one, or you could read the third one and the first one. But the, the third book will bring all three books together, bring a closure to the main character. And the title is Why Me, Why Now? Why Now, yes. Mm -hmm. And it's a possibility that that title is going to change to Why Me. Okay, because okay. I've been, I've been writing a story in the Why, why Now, it may be not correct. Okay. But why me? It may be the best, but I haven't, I haven't changed it yet. Okay. So it may but change. why me is speaking to you? It's speaking to me. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's speaking to the story. <laughs> now, 
with both of your books, you know we love to have a good meal and we love to have a good drink. If I was sitting down and I'm just going to start off with your first book, I've opened up, I've read the second page. What meal should I have to accompany me? What should I have you know with what? it? I, I love salmon and I can eat anything with it. So I would say salmon, some stir fried spinach, mm. and maybe some kind of jasmine rice. Oh, that that's sounds what good. I would that's what I would, would want with my book if I was reading it. That sounds good. Now yeah. my other thing is what is your favorite restaurant where you are? That's a hard one because I, I love to eat out. Do you have some good restaurants where you are? Oh, man, there's so many. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> well, everybody, when you come to Texas, they're going to tell you, try Papa Do's. Yeah, yeah and I like Papa Do's because there's one, there's one here in Georgia. Mm -hmm. yeah, so I like Papa Do's as well. So I, I'm trying to think what would be a really good one. There is a seafood place that I like, and, and it's called, oh, man. It's called... It's just called Seafood Coast. I mm. think that's the name of it. It's called Seafood Coast. And it has a variety of, of seafood. It has oysters. It has, you can get like a crab ball, any shrimp, <clears throat> shrimp, salmon, any any kind of, just, any kind just of seafood. variety. Yes, a big variety. Well, that sounds like a good place I'm going to have to come yeah. and try. Yeah. Now, and I got to get the correct name. I know it's Seafood Coast, I think, but I got to make sure the name is correct. <laughs> with me if you're coming to it yeah exactly but I, it's a small little you know it's not a big restaurant i like the mm -hmm. little small restaurants neighborhood restaurants mm -hmm. and it's like a little small restaurant in a neighborhood that's really busy all the time and the food is good the staff are very good they the waiters and waitress are very good and you know it's just an enjoyable place to go it's just an awesome experience yeah yeah now for People who have not read your books, give them a little bit of an idea of what the first book is like and what they will encounter. Okay. In the first book, the main character, it's, it's, he's an investigator and he works for this law firm. And, and the book travels three different states in the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's Alaska, Atlanta, uh, and in Florida. So he he's hesitant about leaving because he's looking for a wife. Mm -hmm. he, he's got he's got these plans that he has in place of how he wants to find a wife. So he's focusing on this particular year that he's gonna find him a wife, but he encounters this case that he's been given by his employer that he mm -hmm. has to leave Alaska to go to Washington, D.C. The other state is Washington, D.C., and he has to go to Atlanta. So he finds his answer actually in Alaska to, his, to this, whole, this whole story. But he meets this young lady that he thinks is going to be his next wife. Mm-hmm. So I won't tell you about that part. No, you don't have, but we get the gist. We get the gist. He is on a mission. He is yeah, coming to that point in his life where he is ready yeah. to get married and he is looking yeah. for his wife. Yeah. So 
not and only he's, the story a mystery, it's a it's a little bit of love thrown into it a little bit too. So well, that always a little, makes romance, a little romance is thrown in there. Yes, yes, that yeah, always yeah. makes it good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, can you tell everyone where they can find your books? Yes, you can find them on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Those are the main two locations I think that people look for. You can also find it on Draft to Digital or Ingram Ingram Spark. Okay, and your website, so that they A can web- go. To- yes. Can they go to your website also and find out more information? Website. Yes, they can go to the website. It'll actually take them to those different locations. My website is www.barbaram08.com. And there's a lot of more information about who I am and some of the things that, that I'm doing as well. Yes, I saw that you had a newsletter. What all yes, goes it, into the newsletter? Yes, it comes out quarterly and you subscribe to it from my web web webpage. So you what's in there is what I'm doing for the year or month. It sometimes it's month by month things that I'm that I'm doing. Uh, events mm-hmm. that I'm involved in. One of the things I'd like to tell you about, it just started this year. I became friends with a, a, a library. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I'm going to do at the library is that I'm going to have a program where children age four and five, I'm going to teach them how to start writing a book. So now that's, that that's coming. Awesome. That's coming this year. I was going to do it in the, the schools, but when I was asked to become a friend of this library, I felt like this may be a better location to do it, a better Mm -hmm. venue to do it, because a lot of kids do go to the library. But I did one of these at a a school in Florida. I have a Mm -hmm. sister that, a sister-in-law that's a teacher. And I did this with her, with her kids. And they were very interested in, you know, writing. So I thought, well, this is something that I can do as an author to give mm-hmm. back, to teach kids. Because yes. so many kids are writing books now. That's true. So, that is true. So I said, this and, is something that I can do to give back. And then to have you as a mentor, to be able to guide them in the process, but just to know that they have an established author that is giving them time and showing them, that's going to amount to, how can I say, it's going to be huge for them as far oh, yes. as pushing them forward and making them motivated. I just can't wait to see how their reaction is going to be because so many kids are, are writing books. And it's just, you know, it's something that I didn't see when I was growing up. I didn't see a lot of kids writing books. I didn't see a lot of children books that were written by African-Americans. So you see That's a true. lot of that today. That's true. Now, at the end, will their books be bound? Will their books be bound? Uh-huh. The kids after they finish the program? Well, it's it's not a a, a whole program. It's just a, like a one-day thing to teach them how to get started writing the okay. book. And what they will have like a they will have like a guide. It would be like a, mm-hmm. a, a mm-hmm. like a lesson plan guide to teach mm-hmm. them how to start, you know, writing. Some of the things I said about how to do an outline. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it would teach them about the different parts of a book. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. don't know what the spine of a book is. So just to teach them about the parts of a book, how to research, 
you know, what their title is and how they got to devote time, you know, to writing. But it's basically a guideline to help them to get started. That sounds awesome. I think yes. it's going to be an, I think it's going to be excellent. And yes. everybody's going to get a lot out of that. And I hope so. If people in the area, how do they find out about it if they want to be involved? The library advertised it because it's it's a county. These all the libraries are 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 sponsored and run by the county. So anything okay. that happens at the library, it gets advertised mm -hmm. by the library. Well, it sounds like you have a lot of exciting things going on with that and the book coming out in the spring. That is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It is. Believe me, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> what I wish you much success in all of that. And I can't wait to see you when the book come out. You're going to make sure you send us a copy or show us or send us a yes. picture of it so we'll know yes. that it's out and we can start promoting it. Absolutely, send you a copy. I'll need to get your address and, and I'll absolutely get you a copy of the book for sure. Well, I would love to read it. Okay. All right. Well, that concludes our segment for the night. And make sure that you reach out and that you go to the website. And could you give the website one more time? The website is www.barbaramo08. Dot com. And I'd like to say at this time to thank AGR, Dr. Lindsay, for taking the time to interview me today. It means so much to me. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you for coming on. We love having you. And I can't okay. wait to have you back on to tell us about that next book. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>